Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's Tri-County Podcast. May today's sermon inspire and encourage the heart all the more as you see the day approaching. Well, happy Father's Day, everybody. Uh, Julia and Christopher Ordia have honored me with a card. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's very difficult to uh, get gifts for your father. But uh, really, it means a lot to me, especially, you know, seeing my, my son, you know, being a spiritual man, it means more than, you know, I mean, he could pull up in a Mercedes. I mean, I'll take it. But uh, I really am grateful that he's a spiritual man, and I'm grateful that I married a spiritual woman. She wrote me, and that's, uh, <laughs> that's kind of what uh, won me over to her uh, when we're uh, courting, is when uh, she wrote me a, a card, and she would make cards for me and things like that. But uh, I like the scripture that my, my son put, or I, he bought the card, and then whoever made the card put, but um, it says, uh, he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, and the heart of the children to their father, fathers, and uh, that's by Malachi, in uh, chapter four, verse six. But uh, can I see a raise of hands? Whose uh, fathers are still alive? Okay, wow. All right. Well, uh, my father um, recently passed away, as well as Julia's father passed away, and. Um, you, I, I don't know if you've ever heard interviews uh, with celebrities or people who are um, who have done really well financially, been successful in their career in life, where they uh, they said they really wish they could have seen their 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 kids become, or wish they could have seen me become successful. They never saw me, you know, they saw me strive and work really hard, but they never saw me become successful. And I was just um, just thinking about my father and uh, how he got to see me become successful. You know, he, um, you know, I was broke. <laughs> I was a single father. I was trying to find my way through life. Um, I went back to school at age 35. Uh, so I didn't have much to my name, but uh, I became successful. And uh, I think that, you know, loving God first before loving my father here on earth made me a better son to my father here on earth. And also it's made me a better father, I think, to my son. So um, I just like to do this um, lesson on just the, what us fathers have um, where, where we fall short and what's the difference between the Father and our Heavenly Father? Because I, I know that some people don't have a father. They never, perhaps never knew their father. Or maybe their father wasn't, was far from ideal. But we do have a perfect Heavenly Father that we could really embrace. And the fruit is abundant when we, cut, we, when we embrace our Heavenly Father. So I entitled the lesson today, it's called Everyone Has a Perfect Father. So in Genesis 6, verse 5, it says that every inclination of the thoughts of the human heart was only evil 
all the time. <laughs> so I, uh, I don't see myself as evil, but I, I think I've done acts of evil. Now our father's not evil. Our earthly father wants what's best for us. Let's go ahead and turn to Matthew 7. I'm going to start at verse 11. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law of the prophets. So again, you know, <laughs> who are we comparing ourselves to? I, I think it's easy to compare yourself to another person. For example, if a person has a nice house, a nice car, you have envy. But also it's easy to do the opposite. When you feel like perhaps maybe your children turned out just superb and they're very, they're very successful. It's very easy to compare, you know, yourself or your circumstances with other people. So God really does care for us. And um, so the first point of the lesson is earthly fathers' characters are, uh, are flawed and changing. Our heavenly father is moral and his character does not change. Who doesn't think themselves as a good person? If we're all good, why do we have such uh, disastrous results in the world? Well, it, sometimes it's easy to think, yeah, it's the other guy who's prideful or greedy or, you know, fill in the blank. But as Christians, as we, we see the word, our standard is much different than God's. In Proverbs chapter 3, verse five, uh, verses 5 to 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. In Romans 8, verse 27, 28, in the Message Bible it says, he knows us far better than we know ourselves. In Proverbs 19.21, the NIV version, it says, Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. In uh, the Psalms 37, verse 5, Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him, and he will help you. The point that I'm trying to make is that we're trying to compare ourselves to something or trying to compare ourselves to other people when we're, we're comparing ourselves to the wrong thing. We have great, powerful fathers on earth to emulate, but comparing ourselves to our, earth, our heavenly father is no comparison. Point number two is pray, prayer of a righteous man. Now, earthly fathers, I know myself, 
my inclination is not to be spiritually minded. I always have to have my wife or my wife would normally remind me that we would need to pray. But our father is spiritually minded. In James chapter 5, in verse 16, this is the uh, New American Standard Version. It says, therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be, be healed. The effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much. Now, depending on the version that you go to, some say says persons. And I, I went to BibleHub.com, and I counted how many versions said persons and how many said man. And uh, I'm still studying it out. I'm not sure what is the exact interpretation of that word. Is it man or person? But I, I like to tend to think that it's man, that it's man's job to be the spiritual leader in the house. So men aren't spiritually minded, and we need a spiritual. We need to. It's helpful to have a helper. We need to remind to be spiritually constantly. And that's why God has put in our life people that help us. And point number three. I just think of a location, location, location. Earthly fathers can't always be there. In Jeremiah 23, verse 23 to 24, it says, Am I a God who is near, declares the Lord? Have you ever had a coach? And I've had a few coaches. And the good ones can tell, no matter how I tried, that I was putting forth my best, best effort. They knew that I wasn't putting forth my best effort. And God's the same way. I mean, he's not only our father, but he's a coach to help us through life. So not only God is near, but he's always watching us. In Proverbs 15, verse 3, it says, The eyes of the Lord are in every place, watching evil and the good. And even God's word has no boundaries. It could be anywhere. God's word is not bound, but the word of God cannot be chained. In 2, Corinthians, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 9. And point number four, the ultimate father wants ultimately what's best for us. Success on earth means meeting your perfect father in heaven. That is success on earth. Your heavenly father wants you to be overcomers. We're easily influenced by the media, peer pressure, our culture. that keeps lowering the standards in our life. In Hebrews 12, verse 1, it says, Let us throw off everything that hinders and let the sin that so easily entangles. And we have inner demons, that's for sure, that wants to keep us down. Do we even put up a fight sometimes, I wonder? There are so many external forces 
who are out to confuse us. In John 18, if you'd like to turn over there, we're going to start in uh, verse 38. It says, Jesus answered, you say that I am king. In fact, the reason I was born and came into the world is to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. What is truth? We, we uh, retorted uh, Pilate. We have so many external forces in this world. It's so easily to give into certain influences. I think uh, Pilate probably gave into the mob that was outside. And those mobs all comes in all safe shapes and sizes. Is this not, it's not a, just a massive group of people, but we're easily influenced. Even our father here on earth could be easily influenced. That's why we need the perfect father. So we have many ne negative influences. Some of these influences are addressed as being virtuous and well-intended. Have you ever heard uh, the saying, the pathway to hell is paved with what? Good intentions. Your earthly father's good intentions may, is the best for you. And my, uh, my final point, the difference between the father in heaven and the father on earth. The father in heaven gave up his son so we could have eternal life. I wouldn't give up my son for anybody. And John, First uh, John 5, verse 11 says, And this is the testimony. God has given us eternal life, and this life is his son. And John 3, 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. Whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. In Romans 6, 23, it says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. You know, I, I watched the end of the movie recently of Saving Private Ryan. And I don't know if uh, anybody, everybody's seen that movie, but it's a, it's a great movie. And it does have a lot of spiritual themes, but uh, I would, I think I'd be missed on the spiritual themes <laughs> if I wasn't a Christian. It was a, one of the first events I went to with a, um, a large group of uh, Christians was seeing that movie, uh, Saving Private Ryan. And um, I just remember seeing the very end, uh, Private Ryan is... Um, at the gravesite of Captain Miller. And the last words that Captain Miller said to uh, Private Ryan, he said, earn this, which meant earn the sacrifice that was made. And he's, you know, he expressed that he, he tried his best to do his best to earn what people had done for him. So we have a, a God who gave up his son so we can have the life that we lead. So what is our response to that? Make the most of the sacrifice that was made for you. No other father would give up their son. 
for you. So the reason for our creator, our father in heaven, has, he is the, the being that has, has no sin, is 100% spiritual, he's everywhere all the time, he knows what's best for us, and, they, he, and he sacrificed his only son to make it possible. Now, I also, I'm a subscriber. I see, see, I spent a lot of time on YouTube, probably too much. But uh, I am a subscriber of uh, Dave Ramsey. And he's kind of like the financial no-nonsense guru. And he's, uh, he breaks it down very simple. But I, I really enjoy watching uh, or listening to his various calls. And uh, if I want to feel good at where I'm at financially, I, 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 see, uh, I listen to people who have like got a, a million dollars in student loan debt. But uh, there's a lot of talk in, um, about retirement and, and all the, the planning that it takes for retirement. I mean, some people are, are planning for the moment that they get their first job to start putting money into their 401k and start you know, trying to uh, navigate to the time when they're going to be retiring. But really, you think about it, retiring is not that long. But I know it's, it's important to plan, but people are putting so much effort and you know, sometimes I wonder if their plans will they ever make it to where they want to go. And because um, you know, life happens, things happen. I mean, we might step off the curb and look the wrong way. Are we preparing to meet our perfect Father in heaven? Thank you for tuning into our podcast. We hope that the message has blessed you tremendously. Please join us for our next episode as we continue to strive to honor God with our lives.